0: Hey, I'm Gigamesh, and you're listening to The Interview Show.
1: What? Can you do it again and be, like, a little more animated? (laughs) A little less of a serious guy? (laughs) Uh, I don't
0: like, like, the whole wacky, um, let me think. Uh, Maybe just be,
1: like, I know meaner? I don't know.
0: uh, (laughs) Hey, I'm Gigamesh, and you're listening to The Interview Show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe you're you're right. Maybe you should just do
0: it. No, do that. that. Use that one. All right. Drop, drop, Magic
1: Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Today I am in the hotel room of Gigamesh. Hi, Gigamesh. Hey guys. How's it going? We're good. We're good. Okay, so we've just heard your song "Red Light." I played the Gold Room remix. I would love it if you could talk a bit about that song.
0: Yeah, that one went through like a lot of um, different iterations, and uh, I guess I'm I'm happy with how it turned out because it's a departure from what I've done um, in general. Like it's a lot more laid back and it's not necessarily it's not necessarily like a great dance song uh it's more like a song you want to have sex to which i kind of like i I really like listening to music that's like perfect for sex (laughs) that was a horrible answer you gotta like cut that out
1: no this is the question now that i have to ask how does a girl react when you put on a song that you've made at a time when you're getting close
0: Uh, (laughs) um well i've never done that but, but I was recently complimented by my girlfriend um, about my music selections. And it, it was only because I put on Gold Panda on Spotify and, and hit like the artist radio thing and realized that everything that came up was just like the perfect, I don't know, it just like had that really good vibe. It was, it was good. So I'm gonna start with an easy one. Gigamesh, awesome name. Um, it's from a, a book by a Polish author, Stanislaw Lem. Uh, he made a lot of really weird sci-fi. The book is A Perfect Vacuum, and Gigamesh is just a chapter in the book. And it's um, it's really hard to explain like the concept behind it, so I, I'll spare you the details. But it's a good one. Check it out. Gigamesh, as a solo. Remixer,
1: you've gotten a lot of attention for the remixes that you've done. I was reading an interview with you where you're talking about getting feedback from artists that you've remixed, so I was hoping that you could talk about a remix that you've done and about feedback you've received.
0: I don't know, it's it's tough because every every remix is a completely different experience. Um, but, I don't know, I guess like one I did recently was for this band called Citizens. They're on Katsune, and um, it hasn't been released yet, but... But it was really positive in the sense that I I spent so much time working on it, and I didn't send them any samples of of like the work in progress because I've learned if you do that too much, if you send them something early on, uh, they might get hooked on it. They might like that version the best. And if you change it, then then they get upset, or they might not like what you have so far, and they'll make an early judgment on it. So my my goal whenever I'm working on something for somebody else now is to try to get it exactly how I want it before I even show them any piece of it. And they were the, the fortunate thing with that one is that they were really happy with it right away so I guess that's going to be coming out pretty soon. I haven't heard many remixers talk about the interaction
1: between the band and the remix producer which is sort of led me to believe that that's kind of a rare thing to happen.
0: I mean it depends on the artist if it's like a big you know, like worldwide touring artists, they probably just don't have the time, and a lot of the time, it's their A and R person who's who's doing all the communication. Um, but if it's, you know, for the vast majority of the remixes I've done, I've talked directly to the artist at least, at least um, like immediately after the fact. Like if I send it to them and they're like, "Oh, cool," um, then then that's kind of when the communication starts. But sometimes they'll like they'll shoot out ideas right away. So, yeah, it's just, I guess it just depends on the band and, and the label.
1: Cool, I can imagine the first thing they'd be upset about is how you've chopped up the vocals.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I've actually had a lot of artists request that I don't do that. And it's, that's not something that, I, that I'm really known for. Like, there are a lot of producers who immediately try doing that. And I think a lot of the time it just sounds for sometimes it sounds great, but it has to be done like really, really artistically and um, I guess subtly. I don't know. It just has to be done well.
1: Your remix style has been called relentlessly sunny, and I was hoping you could talk about how you feel about that.
0: Um, I guess I'm okay with that. I'm kind of moving in a different direction though. I think I think people might be surprised with some of the music I'm going to be releasing over the next year or so because I got a lot of works in progress that sound a lot different.
1: So you started making your own productions, and I would think that the challenge for the remixer going to making their own songs would be lyrics and vocals. So I was hoping you could talk about your music and you know the problems you've come across.
0: Yeah, vocals are tough. Uh, I think the thing that I struggle with is a lot of my taste in music aren't, aren't really... Um, dance oriented like I don't I don't listen to a lot of dance music uh when I'm you know driving or you know if I'm if I'm just listening to music for pleasure it's usually like kind of avant-garde electronic music or or I don't know classical like weird stuff um but so I guess I'm like constantly trying to to match my tastes and what i'm listening to for pleasure with with what i can get away with and like still have a career and i I guess that's probably true for most musicians and most artists anybody that's doing anything creative you constantly have to like kind of
1: toe that line so i mean most remixers get vocals and they chop them up or take or pick and choose what they like Mm -hmm. when you're building a song you now have to either work with a vocalist to create lyrics for you or create lyrics and then give them to a vocalist to sing so can you talk about
0: working in the reverse um, if they, are, are you saying like, if they give me vocals that are already complete? I'm just saying that when you remix a song,
1: you get like, you know, the vocal track and you pick and choose what you want in your remix. Mm-hmm. When you're making a song, you make the song and then you have to find lyrics, either write them, get a vocalist to
0: write them, get somebody to sing them. So you're sort of working in the other direction. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you have to have a lot more know-how about like how to get a, a good vocal take, like Microphone techniques, all that kind of stuff. But since I went to school for that, I, I have a lot of that experience, and um, and I'm constantly working on it, you know, improving. So, so yeah, I guess uh, it's it's a much different experience. It's um, it's way easier to just remix a song if the vocal takes are already there.
1: So, can you take a song that's one of your
0: own original productions and talk about it? Yeah. Um, so. The song on my EP, When You're Dancing, is with a DJ who is a really great singer. He's from Miami called Induce. Uh, he um, he recorded all that in, like, 45 minutes, and most of it was first takes. And uh, But the thing is, I spent, I don't know, like, probably a couple days coming up with the lyrics because I wanted them to be really... I guess I had, like, a really specific idea in mind. And so... So I just described it to him in detail. I I actually recorded it myself. I'm a horrible singer, but he got the idea that way, like about rhythm and everything. And uh, it was pretty easy. Hey,
1: I'm Gigamesh, and you're listening to The Interview Show. I'm Scott Wood. This is The Interview Show, and here's When You're Dancing by Gigamesh. we Hey, I'm Gigamesh, and you're listening to The Interview Show. So When You're Dancing is a great song about a guy who sort of has a love affair with dance. I find it funny you said you wrote that because I was reading an interview with you today where you're saying that you're not much of a partier.
0: Yeah, to be honest, like brutally honest, like it's like a a kind of a stupid song. Like lyrically, it's, you know, it's just really um, dance music in general. Just like the lyrics have to be kind of dumbed down. And and I just kind of like went with that. And, you know, I'm not... I'm not a huge partier in the sense that I like to rage all week. Um, I do every now and then, but it's like, you know, you don't have to have too much experience with it to kind of like know what the vibe is and know what people are thinking when they're dancing and and partying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As Gigamesh,
1: you've done a lot of great remixes of classic songs or like indie songs that you know everybody knows so i would love it if you could take one of those songs and sort of talk about what you were thinking about when you went into making the remix
0: uh i guess uh i i tend to listen to the vocals like uh, just by themselves feel free to get specific to a song sure um let's see what have i done recently well that remix on kitsune, kitsune i I always forget how it's pronounced. (laughs) Uh, They they sent me vocals that were kind of out of tune, and I don't know if it was the vocalist that was having a hard time or if, like, the the file got messed up or something, but I struggled for a while with that, and I had to listen to it so many times and try so many different chord progressions and stuff. Um, I I guess what I'm trying to say is if the vocals aren't... uh, aren't like you know like really well recorded to begin with it's more of a struggle and and usually if i'm hearing something for the first time ideas start flowing right away so so i just kind of like try to try to uh, produce what i'm hearing in my head um i i think a lot of producers like they'll they'll just kind of experiment for a while and that's what i ended up having to do on that one but usually I can just hear what I want to do and just make it happen.
1: Cool. Right now Gigamesh and Rack are my two favorite remixers. And uh, your song, When You're Dancing, was remixed by Rack. So to me, that's that's the dream song to play. I would love it if you could talk about that remix.
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: how before we started this interview, you were like, don't play that one, play the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well,
0: um, I guess I'm uh, a little biased. But... Yeah, no, I, I love what he did with that. I was blown away. And he's definitely like one of my favorite producers of, of dance music too. Um, and the cool thing about him is that he, I think he tries to keep everything relatively low key and not like, you know, he doesn't, he, he intentionally like doesn't make his beats like really banging, which is which is kind of what annoys me about some dance music, even though like I play that stuff sometimes too. Um, but yeah, he, he kind of like toes that line pretty well. So
1: you're a DJ and you're a producer, you put out your own original material. Are you one of those DJs that relentlessly tested
0: it on the dance floor? Mmm, no, not really. Like I, um, yeah, apt and drop and say, why? (laughs) I guess, uh, I, um, I guess this is going to sound kind of pretentious maybe, but I have done it long enough where I know relatively how it's going to sound so I I guess I trust my ears enough so that when I'm working on something I know if it'll sound good in the club there have been some times where I'm wrong like um, for example like the intro of the KDB remix I made I I think I should have like made that a little bit heavier Um, but you know you're always going to have regrets like that so I don't stress on it too much if you had to look back on
1: the songs you've put on the EP, how would you look at yourself critically? Or how would you
0: examine what you've done critically? Um I guess uh well, I actually read an in or uh, a review of it on a website I hadn't heard of, but they the reviewer had reviewed a lot of albums that I'm into and I actually like, agreed with a lot of what he was saying, and he gave my EP a pretty poor review and as much as I was kind of disappointed at first, I I really appreciate critics who know what they're talking about. And and he was coming at it from the angle of like listening to Tom Waits and uh, re- like reviewing like underground metal albums. And he was like, yeah, this is definitely going to make you dance, but it's not like, you know, it's not going to change your life. And I was kind of like, mm, I, I agree with that. So I guess in the future, I'm going to, you know, try to continue to try to, like, make stuff a little bit more meaningful but still have, you know, dance floor appeal. How does someone make meaningful dance music? <laughs> it's tough, but it can be done. I mean, LCD sound system is a good example. Fela Cootie is a great example. Um, and, yeah, I guess uh, it's it's tough, but, like, if you work hard enough at it and you have the right concept, it can definitely work.
1: Cool. Well, I look forward to some of that. At the end of the show, I get the artist to pick a song off the repertoire and talk a little bit about it as I bring up the music.
0: Yeah, if you want to play it It's So Intense, that'd be awesome. Yeah.
1: I want to play the Fair Soldi remix.
0: Okay, go for it.
1: <laughs> so what do you think about his remix? What was it like making the song?
0: I think Fair Soldi is two dudes, and they... Yeah, they killed it. They, they turned it into, you know, their flavor, and... It's something that I would definitely play. I, I play it I try to play my originals as much as possible just because, you know, I'm like promoting my own music. But yeah, I think they did a great job with it.
1: As a guy whose business is still to make remixes, when you get your remixes back, I mean I'll say it this way, when you get remixes of your original productions back, can it be a little bit of like a learning
0: session for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, you always I mean you're getting somebody else's perspective on your music. I think if if anybody if any producer were to tackle the same song multiple times, it might turn out completely different every time. So, so yeah, it's always a learning experience to to hear somebody else's take on what you're doing. Cool. All right,
1: Gigamesh, it's so intense. The Ferris remix. Thanks for being on the show.
0: Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Hey, I'm Gigamesh, and you're listening to the Interview Show.